Attention, attention, this is the Elemental Podcast. Attention, attention, this is the Elemental Podcast. Hey everybody, it is me, your boy. with me as always are the dogs thank you for being here dogs like you have a choice today is thursday the 22nd of july how was your day did you have a good day did you do something fun did you do something exciting did you make it a positive day i try every day everybody i try to make it a good day and then you filthy fucks (laughs) And I don't necessarily mean you specifically, the listeners of the podcast. I mean you as in the greater population of the world make it so fucking difficult. It was another weird day at work. Day two of me having to drive a pickup truck. For those who don't listen to the Patreon, I have been having to drive a pickup truck at work. Why? Because two... Not one, but dose work vans are in the shop. So uh, that leaves only one big van, and then uh, we got a uh, minivan, and then we got a fucking pickup truck. And uh, yesterday I had to drive the pickup truck, and the pickup truck is, it's an abomination. It's, it's probably not safe to drive. Uh, if Michigan had to have, like, a yearly... Uh, checkups, it, this thing would probably fail. But uh, I had to drive it again today. Why did I have to drive it again today? Uh, because my boss gave one of the fuckfaces, one of my fuckface coworkers, the option of taking the truck or the minivan. And of course he took the minivan. And I told my boss yesterday to make this fuckface drive the truck. And he's like, well, I gave him the option. Why are you giving him the option? You're the boss. I've told my boss this. I'm like, you're the boss. You tell your employees what to do. Ugh. So I did half the route yesterday, and this guy, my coworker, this fuckface, and I, and I say fuckface with all hate and venom that I have in my heart, He has to finish the route, and I did more than half of it yesterday. So he just has to finish it. In the minivan, it's inconvenient. You just got to take, like, uh, igloo coolers, fill them up with product, use dry ice. It's inconvenient, but that's all we got. It took me... Fuck. Five and a half hours to do half. And when I say five and a half hours, that was me leaving, going and doing what I had to do, losing all the product, giving out all the product, and then driving back. So there and back, five and a half hours with all the product. It took this fucker about 10 hours to do less than half. And I, I, I just, I, my mind is blown away. I fucking, I have a stroke every fucking day because I cannot explain to my boss 
Whoa, Sadie, are you okay? Sadie just fell off the couch. You all right, Sadie Dog? She's walking around. She's fine. She's shaking it off. She's a good dog. She's better than my coworker. I just, I, I tell my boss every day, fire these guys. Do you go into work? Do you have coworkers at work that you're like, how is this fucker still employed? And it's unfortunate because it, it makes me not have a whole lot of respect for my boss. I'm just like, I, I just don't, I, I don't understand what's going on. I don't get it. It, it. it shouldn't have been that long for this guy. It should not have, it should have been seven hours. Tops, tops. If I did more than five and a half, he should have done less than than less than five and a half. But fuck, what what do I, what do I know? What do I know? I, I I don't know shit apparently. So uh, I'm just I'm flabbergasted. Just flat. It's it's all shit. It's just ice cream. It's just Dippin' Dots. I'm delivering. Did you guys hear that there was another explosion at the Dippin' Dot factory? Fuck, I wasn't even going to talk about it. I forgot. Now I got to fucking Google this real quick. But there, two years ago, there was an explosion at the um, Dippin' Dots factory in Paducah, Kentucky, right? And that's why a couple of the flavors got put offline, they, or whatever, birthday cake and red berry. Red berry was a shit flavor. It didn't really sell. Birthday cake sold a whole lot. But apparently last night, another fucking explosion. Ten people have been injured in an explosion at Kentucky, Kentucky's Dippin' Dots factory. The explosion took place Wednesday at Dippin' Dots' own facility uh, on Industrial Drive in Paducah, Kentucky. The site is not where the ice cream is made, but where ingredients for a third-party company are produced. Paducah Police spokeswoman Robin Newberry said a truck was unloading liquid, liquid nitrogen. Hold on, shut up. Oh my God, these pop-ups. Shut up, there we go. When the eruption took place, but it's unclear exactly what caused the explosion. Well, a fucking uh, redneck hillbillies playing with liquid nitrogen. I mean, that's the thing. This is Paducah, Kentucky. When you think of Kentucky, you're probably not thinking the smartest people of all time, but when you're thinking of a place called Paducah, Kentucky, you're going, oh my God, everybody there has fucked their sister. That's what you're thinking. And you're right. Somehow, the Divinot CEO, Scott Fisher, is still fucking employed because that's the dude who's been accused of revenge porn. How is that dude still fucking having any kind of uh, work responsibilities. What a fucking scumbag he is. Dippin' Dots told the news, oh, this is a terrible accident at this moment. Our focus is on the well-being of our fellow employees who are injured. Ten people apparently were sent to the hospital. Fisher, the CEO, said, my heart is with our employees, especially those injured in this afternoon's terrible incident. I care deeply for our employees. They are family to me. Please join me in pr praying for our employees. Fuck you, you asshole. You fucking filthy, dirty fuck. You're the same fuck who is accused of uh, threatening revenge porn. And I 100% believe that he did that. Because there's evidence indicating that he did. Fuck him. Dippin' that's your shit. What a fucking shithole. Fucking, ugh. Bunch of goddamn fucking assholes.
Apparently nine of the ten though had been released from the hospital, so that's good at least. Probably it's probably all like burns, concussions, things of that nature. But it just makes you go, what are these fucking hillbillies doing? And I tell people that too. People ask me like, oh, why have they stopped making this flavor? Because two flavors, cookie dough and uh, brownie batter, two of their more popular flavors, are currently not being made. And people are like, oh, why are they not being made? I'm like, well, uh, it's made in Kentucky. What do you guys know about Kentucky? And they just kind of stare at me. And I said, hillbillies. And they all laugh because they know I'm fucking right. When you think of Kentucky, you think hillbillies. When you think of fucking Texas, you think of racists. <laughs> when you think of Florida, you think of racists. When you think of Alabama, you think retarded racists. When you think of Michigan, you think of militia. And you're not wrong. And all of those things, you're not wrong, man. Stereotypes are there for a fucking reason. It sucks. I know they say you shouldn't stereotype, and I try not to stereotype. But goddamn, man, when it keeps happening over and over and over and over again, fuck me. What is it? Uh, fool, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. All right? Am I right? So my coworkers are shit, is, is what I'm trying to tell you. So I had to go down, I had to go down to Kalamazoo. I had to uh, go d deliver a, a freezer to a new placement. And um, I, uh, man, I, sometimes I want to slap our salespeople. Because I get like a, a, a business might go, hey, we want to sell Dippin' Dots. But sometimes you need to say, this is this is not a good idea. I I appreciate you, but this is not a good idea. But uh, nope, nope, doesn't work that way. Um, salesperson's a used car salesman. Fucking Christ on a cracker. It's unfortunate. Um. But I I go down to this place. It's in a mall, and that tells that should tell you something right there. If this place is in a mall, it's not good. Malls are dying. Tell me the last time you went to an actual mall. If you're over the age of 20, it, it's had, had to have been fucking years ago, right? No one's going to the mall. When I wandered in this mall, everybody that I saw was uh, uh, someone of like Middle Eastern descent because they owned all the kiosks in the middle of the uh, hallways. And uh, everybody else was under the age of fucking 20. They're all going to like stores like uh, H&M. And uh, I don't know, is Abercrombie and Fitch a fucking place still? I don't know. They're all walking into stores I would never consider walking into. So I go to this place and fuck me, this place, I didn't, I didn't quite understand why they wanted to sell Dippin' Dots. It, they sold like, it was an Asian store and they sold like, Ceramic statues of Buddha and uh, dancing geisha girls. And there was like anime shit there and samurai swords and shit like that. I'm like, this is fuck. What the fuck? Like, I get like a candy store selling it. But this place, I just didn't get it. So I get there. I'm talking to the woman. Like, yeah, I got a freeze here for you. She's like, oh, yeah, I really love Dippin' Dots. I'm like, okay, great. And I'm like, okay, just because you love Dippin' Dots doesn't mean this is a great place for you to sell Dippin' Dots. But the fucking salesman way oversold. God damn, man. Just way oversold.
just there was no need to sell this person this much product and i told them because they always want you to take a picture of hey this place is selling dipping dots and you you try to take a picture of the you know, the signage of the store with you know dipping dots the logo or the van attached to it and so i always take it and i send it to him because he runs the social media and then i said hey man they will never sell dots here and he didn't respond he, he was like hey thanks for the picture and then i wrote him and i said hey man they will never sell any dots here at all ever and they won't they won't they won't Ugh. it uh i get you need to make a buck everybody needs to make a buck but fuck me man do you make a buck at the expense of of other people do you take advantage of other people i wouldn't feel good about it we were talking about um i gotta i i don't know if i would call him a buddy he's a dude that i like a whole lot uh comedian pat dixon you guys know pat pat's a very funny dude i've always enjoyed pat when he's come to dr grin's very funny dude but he he does his own podcast. He I, I think he does one or two maybe like he, one was like New York City crime or something, and the other was whatever. And he in the last couple of years has just come out as like being incredibly conservative in his in his viewpoints. Ah, uh, would I call him a Trumper? I don't know, but be, he loves to bash a fucking uh, liberal, given that opportunity. That's what he's about, and it's just it's it's strange for me to see. And prior to all of this nonsense, you know, COVID and Trump and everything else, I would never have suspected that. I, I kind of prefer that people keep shit like that to themselves. Like, I don't know, maybe a lot of you are like, Stu, keep your liberal bullshit to yourself. I get it. Because I prefer that people keep that conservative bullshit to themselves. I get it. 100% I do. So he does this podcast, and I was talking with my buddy about it, because, uh, we were just talking about Pat and an incident that happened while Pat was at Dr. Grin's. It was very funny. And then uh, my buddy was bringing up uh, you know, the, Pat's podcast. And I was like, yeah, I've never listened to it. I'll never fucking listen to it. And he's like, he, he was like, yeah, I try to listen to it, but it's just so crazy, political and conservative and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Weird. But, you know, there's always the suspicion of sometimes maybe you do things for money, right? Like there, to, to be perfectly honest, there's a lot of money out there to be saying like weird, hateful shit like fuck foreigners and fuck the Rona vaccination and fuck this and fuck you and Trump won and whatever. You, there's money to be made in that, whether you believe it or not. And so my buddy was like, oh, well, maybe... You know, maybe Pat's just doing this for the money. I'm like, man, I couldn't go to fucking work. I couldn't live with myself every day if I'm just spouting garbage that I don't even fucking believe in. I mean, I suppose it's possible. And he was like, you know, it's probably on the flip side. There's some people out there are probably like uh, talking all like the liberal shit. Uh, fucking get vaccinated. And uh, we need to love everybody and let everybody in the country and fuck the wall. And. But meanwhile, they're huge racist pieces of shit. I'm like, yeah, that that's a possibility. We're kind of learning things like that from newscasters who who they, they lie about things they've done or they've been sexually inappropriate with fucking uh, coworkers or, you know, they're trying to step on other people's necks to get ahead. Fuck me, man. That happens in every fucking industry. Business, entertainment, 
uh, news shirt. It's fucking there, man. I saw it all the time when I was involved with uh, radio, you know, and that's me being on the very, very side of it. And I saw it. I'm like, oh, fuck, gross. And yet I want to be a part of it because uh, I'm stupid as fuck. Stupid as fuck. Well, I'm so grateful that you guys listen to this bullshit. If you like any of this fucking nonsense, consider subscribing to the Patreon. The new month is coming up soon, like a little over a week. August is almost here. Holy shit, the summer is almost over. It's crazy as fuck. Crazy as fuck. So uh, just five bucks a month, one less Big Mac, one less uh, Starbucks in your life. I got to go see my doctor tomorrow. I talked about this on the Patreon. I had a blood test done. And uh, there's elevated uh, cholesterol levels. There's elevated sugar. Shit like that. So the doc wants to see me. So I'm going to go in. She's going to tell me I got the beatus probably. But I, I explained that to a friend of mine. And she thinks because of this fasting diet I'm on, it can kind of present the same kind of symptoms as someone who might be pre-diabetic. Because I don't eat a ton of sugar. And I'm trying to lay off the soda now. I know I'm just saying it. I'm only like three days soda free. But it wasn't like I was pounding sodas left and right. I don't eat a ton of sugar. I don't eat a lot of red meat. But go see what the doctor says. Hopefully she gives me some good news or says, hey, if you just do this or that, you'll be better off. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, doc. Fuck yeah. So uh, have you guys ever ordered anything from that uh, Chinese version of Amazon Wish? I got some, uh, I don't know, somehow Wish popped up in my social media site or something. And they're like, ah, I get a free gift. And I got the free gift. It's like, oh, I'll get the free gift. And the free gift was some underwear, right? I'm like, ah, yeah, I'll get the free gift. And um, holy, it took forever to get to me. But uh, I'll never wear this underwear, everybody, because this underwear is sheer. It is see-through. Like, you... You see Cockerito. Like, I could not wear this uh, underwear, like, at the gym or something. Everybody's like, hey, dude, why is your cock out? It's just kind of weird. So I got the app is on my phone. You know, and everyone's all looking stuff. Like, oh, they got this or that. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I would put stuff in my uh, cart. You know, it's the same thing as Amazon, right? And I was trying to delete stuff from the cart. And it, I, I don't know. I'm old and stupid, and uh, I guess I just did it wrong because instead of deleting it, I purchased it. <laughs> I purchased two things, everybody, like over a month ago. And I'm like, all right, whatever. If I get it, great, whatever. F fucking shows up, great. Let's do it. And what it was was um, the first thing was a pair of pants, and I knew right off the bat that I should not buy the pair of pants everybody i should not buy the pair of pants because these things are made in china and uh chinese people are uh much smaller than americans and the sizes are different and they just can't get it right and uh, i'm apologizing everybody right now i just have to take a monster leak right here so that's what I'm doing Stu does not know how to edit and pause and uh, splice things on his Radio Shack tape recorder 
when he's got to pee, he's got to pee. He's got the beatus, and so that's why he's got to pee a whole lot. Shake it off. There we go, yeah. Shake it off. There we go. Now flush. Now I gotta wash my hands. I'm washing. Actually, I'm not washing my hands. I'm just have the water on, everybody. That's what I'm doing. So I get it, and I just know this will probably not be a good thing. And um, it shows up, and I'm looking at it, and it's a nice looking pair of pants as it is. But I put them on, and fuck. It was okay in the waist, but they just don't understand that Americans are tall. Or, t or at least I'm tall. I'm a tall motherfucker. And it was like I was wearing floods. And they were tight as fuck, too, these pants. They're supposed to be like tactical pants. And I don't know, are tactical pants supposed to be tight? But trying to get them around my one fucking uh, blood clot calf. Man, it was super tight. Like, I couldn't it took me a little bit to pull it up over my calf my calf is huge i mean i've been working out like a motherfucker so i'm i'm in the process of seeing if i can get a refund or if i can return it or what it whatever who who knows maybe maybe i'll be offering my pants out to the the public of the elemental podcast we'll see and the other thing i got which i thought would be super cool and it is super cool but at the same time, I'm like going, I don't really need this. But it is, um, I purchased the 23 movie collection of Marvel Studios. I have the Cinematic Universe 23 movies starting from Iron Man and going all the way to Avengers Endgame. How about that? Um, and I think I paid like uh 20 or sorry 50 bucks i think i paid for the 23 movies so it's you know kind of like two dollars a movie but i have fucking uh I, I got disney plus they're all on disney plus i don't know but it's all it's all fucking there and it's all in the order of how they were were released so Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, First Avenger, The Avengers, Iron Man 3, Thor, Dark World, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man and Wasp, Spider-Man Far From Home, Avengers, Infinity War, and then Avengers Endgame. That's great. So I don't know, man. I got this from China. I'm almost wondering if they'll even play in in, uh, in my DVD player, in my Blu-ray. We'll see. We'll see about that. It definitely, I'm not going to lie, it definitely looks bootleg. <laughs> it look, I mean, it's it's all wrapped and everything, but there's just something about the the box that it came in. It's a, it does say Marvel Studios and all that, and... Star Entertainment, nah, fuck, I don't know, man. Probably regretting that. So I will tell you, everybody, don't get anything from Wish. It is uh, the Kentucky version of Amazon. <laughs> and we all know what I just said about Kentucky and fucking Dippin' Dots and Paducah. I got friends who live in Kentucky, so I'm not trying to stereotype the whole state. 
But I am saying Kentucky probably has a well-deserved reputation of redneck hillbillies. Because <laughs> I actually had the friend of mine, uh, Wendy, who, who she sent me the article about the explosion. And I thought it was about the explosion that happened two years ago. And they had another one. I'm like, you fucking hillbillies. And that's what I wrote. I was like, fucking hillbillies. And she, she who lives in Kentucky, was like, yeah, that was my first thought, too. <laughs> Uh, I would move to Louisville in a heartbeat. I would move there in a heartbeat. I, I like Louisville. It's a nice, it's a nice little city. Uh, all right, everybody. So what is, uh, what's going on? What's weird in the world? This happened over the weekend. I don't know if are you guys country music fans. There was a huge festival here in uh, in Michigan at uh, the Michigan International Speedway down in Brooklyn, Michigan. It's called Faster Horses. And I guess that's been happening for several years. I, I it's kind of out of my realm. I'm I'm vaguely aware of it. I think if I didn't live in Michigan, I wouldn't fucking know anything about it. But uh, but I do. And we at least at one time we delivered Dippin' Dots to the Speedway. So uh, I'm aware of the Speedway, which is where the concert was taking place. But over the weekend, horrible things happened. Uh, four people died. Uh, three people died from, I'm assuming it was uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. I think they were in a camper and there was a uh, generator running nearby and, a, you know, just pumping out these fumes and they died from it. The fourth person who died, was they're saying she was murdered. Who, who knows? It kind of sounds like it was a drug overdose. Who the fuck knows? But these three, these three boys who died... Um, you know, clearly they got a funeral. and They're all young. They're all like 20 years old. I think one was 19, the other two were 20. Just fucking awful. And um, so what's happened is I guess one of the headliners of the show, Luke Combs, couldn't fucking tell you anything about this guy. I really don't know anything about country music, but he is um, he's paying for their funerals. How about that? On Thursday, July 22nd, Combs cemented a place in the hearts of all three families when they learned he had paid for each of their son's funeral services. Which, you know, I'm sure he made a nice chunk of change working at Faster Horses, but let, let's be honest, funerals in general is atrocious, everybody. The cost of uh, the embalmment and caskets and everything else, it's fucking thousands and thousands of dollars i mean it's like going what this people need to go in debt to fucking bury their loved one it's insane to me i'm gonna say this out loud for all you people listening if i if i were to die tomorrow make sure that you just fucking harvest my organs first right give everybody whatever they can use for me whatever it is if they got a fucking Take my corneas, take them. I take my lungs or my liver or my kidneys or any of that shit. If someone needs my dick, if I can take my dick, my dick's huge. Whoever will get my dick will be very pleased with the size of their new cockerito. So first do that. And then whatever's left of me, give to the fucking body farm. I think they got one in Arkansas. I think it's, uh, I've talked about this previously, but I think it's part of like the FBI or, you know, it's, they're throwing your body out in the element and then basically they're just looking to see how bodies decay and like what happens when insects come and the weather comes and all that shit. Don't fucking bury me. Don't fucking cremate me. Fucking give me to science. 
maybe people can figure out why I acted the way I did by staring at my brain and looking at it. And they'll be like, oh, fuck, Stu's brain is completely smooth. Where the fuck are all the wrinkles? That's why he's been such a fucking weirdo. But please do that. So I, uh, you know, I applaud Mr. Combs for doing what he did. Um, it's just pretty good that, uh, that that he did that for them. I mean, God knows who knows if they were even fans of his or not. But just just fucking kind of cool. It's nice in this day and age when someone who has a little bit of money decides that they don't need to fucking go off into space and instead try to use their money to help people who need it. So fuck Bezos, Branson, and fucking uh, Musk. Fuck those cocksuckers going off into space for space tourism. I fucking ranted about this on the Patreon, I think it was, but bunch of fucking dicks. Bunch of fucking dicks. This was kind of another cool... I'm talking about some cool things today. I'm going to end it on a weird one, but I'm talking about cool things. This happened in Atlanta. Have you guys ever been to their airport? It is fucking huge, and I think it's because it's the hub for Delta, I think. So it's probably... I think it's the largest airport in the country, or the busiest. It's something like that. You wouldn't necessarily think that Atlanta would, but they do, right? I remember... I got relatives in Georgia, and I remember... Um, when I was 15, 16, I went to my uncle's house in Athens and I stayed with him for like a week or a long weekend or whatever. And then, uh, you know, Atlanta's clearly the, the uh, airport that you, you fly out of. And I remember, you know, this is when I'm 15, 16, so this is mid 80s. And uh, my aunt drops me off at the airport and she's like, all right, good luck. And I, you know, I'm just a fucking innocent boy. I don't know if I'd ever flown on an airplane by myself before, even though I was 15, 16. And, and uh, I get to the airport, and you just get on like a, a trolley or a train, and you know, essentially it just circles the airport. You know, it just will stop at you know certain spots to make it easier for you to get to your terminal. And fuck me, man, I uh, wasn't paying attention, or I got confused, or whatever, and I just kept riding the fucking train. And I finally got off, and I was like, oh, fuck, where the fuck am I? And I get to the thing, and I, they actually, they had closed the doors to the plane, but they opened it up to let me in. I almost missed the fucking thing because I just was getting confused by how big this fucking airport was. You know, Buffalo, at the time, I think it only had, like, two terminals or whatever. It was, like, east and west, and, you know, maybe it had a different cup of, uh, different fucking, or wings, I guess, and then it would have maybe a couple terminals off the fucking wings, but it was easy you could walk to it you didn't need a fucking train i mean it might be different now i haven't been to the buffalo airport in years but yeah that atlanta one scared the shit out of me but anyway so this guy's there his name's carlos whitaker i don't know him he's from nashville i know we got some nashville listeners he's a nashville-based author podcaster and motivational speaker sounds like i would not like this guy at all motivational speaker fuck you you're just the problem that I have with motivational speakers is they're not really telling you anything. They just state the obvious. No one's giving you any good information, any, any motivational speaker. It's fucking unfortunate. But he was there, 
And uh, he had been booked to work an event in Arkansas, but it had been canceled due to a COVID outbreak. Wear your goddamn masks, everybody. All these things are going on at the Olympics and uh, NFL uh, mini camps, all the shit. Everybody's getting fucking COVID. Everybody's getting this Delta variant or whatever. Just wear your fucking mask, all right? God damn it. I, all these places I go when I'm working, I'm the only one wearing a mask. And I just look around at everybody. I'm like, what the fuck? Is it hard for you to wear a mask? Is it hard? I'm not asking to wear a fucking 20-pound uh, ball chained to your foot. Wear the fucking mask. God damn it. But I guess when you're there, they got different things going on. There's probably artwork everywhere and, uh, you know, just kind of fucking people. I don't want to say they're busking. I'm sure these people are paid to be there to play music to kind of soothe, soothe the savage beast. Everybody fucking getting their fucking uh, nerves all fucking wonked out. Flying. Flying's got to be difficult right now. But Mr. Whitaker came across this guy. His name is Tony. Tony was playing the piano, and I don't know, Whitaker took a liking to him, so he's talking to him. And uh, apparently Tony said, uh, he told me he was a 66-year-old man, and he was struggling with uh, kidney disease, and he was undergoing dialysis. And he says he goes under dialysis every day for nine hours at a time. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm sure there's that, but I've never heard of anyone getting dialysis every day for nine hours at a time. Jesus Christ. So uh, Whitaker was like, oh my God, we got to try and help this fucker out. So apparently this dude's got a, a pretty big Insta. Insta. He's got an Insta, 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 Insta. He's got a big Insta following. He's got 170,000 Insta followers. I guess maybe I'll just, let me look at this fucker's Instagram page. Uh, hold on, everybody. Let me. If I click the link here, maybe it'll take me to... Yeah, here we go. It's finally... The internet's working in my favor. He goes by Lost Wit. Oh, apparently now he's got 196,000. He's picked up a lot of people. I tell stories and books on stage and on Instagram. Whatever. Uh, so he's got a... Now he's got 196,000 followers. He reached out to him. And he's basically like, oh my God, we got to fucking, uh, we got to try to raise money for this dude. And apparently they raised a shit ton of money for this guy. Um, within the first 10 hours of it. Um, sorry, in the first 35 minutes. I read that wrong. $10,000 in the first 35 minutes and $60,000 in a day. Jesus Christ, that is a fucking a lot of goddamn money. Now, I don't know how he did it. Um, I don't know what kind of app they used. Uh, where is it? I don't know. It's not saying anything anywhere. Just weird. So good for the dude if it's legit. Do you guys know this guy at all? I've never fucking heard of him. I, I, I'm just tired of these people who are, I'm live your best life. What the fuck does that mean, live your best life? Uh, whatever. If you, if you care about this guy, it's Lost Wit. L-O-S-W-H-I-T. 
Fuck him, though. Go to my Instagram. I don't have 190,000 followers. I have, I think, uh, 1,700 followers, I think. I got way, way less. Yeah, I got 1,730. I think I post funnier things than that guy. That's all I try to do is I try to just post funny things. So if you guys give a shit, it's just my name, at Stu McAllister. Go check it out. But hopefully this Tony dude uses it in a positive way. It didn't really say, it didn't even, it doesn't even say in this article, I just got it from USA Today. It doesn't even say if here if like this guy needed, like, yeah, he's got a sad story. Story! You know, struggling with his health issues, but maybe this dude's a fucking millionaire anyway. Like, yeah, I'm a 66 year old man struggling with diabetes, but I'm a fucking millionaire. I can pay for this shit. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Good for him. Good for Tony. I'm going to end on this story, though, just because I thought it was funny. And I actually had written a joke about this. But uh, in New York City, apparently school's going on. I don't know if it's summer school or if they've already just started school. I don't, you know, I don't know what the hell is going on. But there was a, a substitute teacher in Queens. His name was Alejandro Rocha, 52 years old, my age more or less. And he's teaching middle school, 11 and 12 year olds. I don't know, it's probably sixth grade would be my guess, right? He's teaching them. I, I don't know specifically what they were teaching. I know when I was in sixth grade, we had, we had like a main teacher, but then for for different uh, subjects we broke out. Like then there was there was like three sixth grade teachers, and one was like the math teacher, and one was the history teacher, and one was the English teacher. It was like that. So I don't know. He's he's teaching them. Oh hi, Dimps. Dimps just showed up. Always nice to see Dimps. Come here, Dimps. Come here, Dippy. Hi, how are you doing, Dimps? I think Dimps spends the most most part of the day in the basement, and then she she comes up when I'm here. Hi, Dimps. It's very nice to see you. It's good to see you, Dimpy Dimpy. You're a very good cat. It's weird though because the dogs couldn't give two shits about her. The two cats don't give a shit about her, but she fucking hates cow cat. I don't know why. Cow couldn't be the nicer cat. He's the nicest cat. And she, for whatever, I've seen her go after him on two occasions. Just weird. But this guy is teaching this, this class. He's teaching, he, it's not even like a lot. Nine kids, only nine. God damn, I think most teachers right there would fucking stab a motherfucker to only have nine kids in the class. Everybody talks about how classrooms are, are overpacked. But he's only got nine, and he's teaching them whatever. And he's like, and that's why he was the catcher in the rye. And then he follows that up with, if you don't do what you're told, I'm going to shoot you, and yes, I have a gun. What? What did you say, teacher? <laughs> like, to me, that like that is a very weird thing to say. Like, you know, like you, I hopefully he he knew as soon as he said it. He's like, oh, I will never teach again. Uh, one of one of these kids is gonna rat me out, and then I will never fucking teach kids again. Maybe maybe that's where he was at though. Maybe he's like, fuck these kids. I'm gonna say something stupid, so that they never ask me to come back and substitute. Because he was um, confronted by a supervisor and he confessed to it. He he said that it was a a joke. 
But then eventually, he was arrested, though, and charged with making a terrorist threat. Uh, this is absolutely unacceptable, a Department of Education spokesperson said. The substitute teacher was immediately suspended, and if this deeply disturbing allegation is found to be true, he will be fired. Fired! It's weird. He's been a substitute teacher since September 2001, so like 20 years, and he's never had any problems. But t today, or whatever, in, in, in a classroom of nine elementary school kids, who I think 11, 12-year-old, you're, you're still at the age where you can probably control these kids a little bit. I think it's when they start getting to be like uh, 13 to, to 15, 16, they start getting a little more surly. But fuck, that guy's fucked. My, uh, my joke about it, though, was I talked about how um, they wanted to arm teachers, like to protect schools. They're like, we need to arm teachers. And then I'd always ask the crowd, I'd be like, oh my God, do you guys think this is a good idea or not? And, you know, half the people were like, fuck yeah. And I'd be like, hell no. And I'd always be like, I think it's a horrible idea. And I'd be like, I, I will tell you why I think it's a horrible idea. I said, it's because we, on the regular, have to remind teachers to not fuck their students. What do you think they're going to do with a gun? Jesus Christ. And then, you know, I went into more stuff and then I, connected it to my jarts joke because i am the greatest comedian of all time so have you guys ever been threatened by a teacher have you ever seen a teacher threaten students or fucking go ape shit like i remember in high school we had a, a latin teacher who she was she was older and she was new to the school it was like her first year god what was her name mrs cadwell i think and she she was an older woman and she just did not have a whole lot of control over the classroom and kids just ran over her and i'm sure i'm sure this woman had a nervous breakdown i'm sure she dreaded every fucking day she had to come into work and i felt bad i i you know i don't i was not a goody two shoes but i'm also like i'm not here to fuck with the teacher Let's just move on with our fucking day. Like, it always just felt uncomfortable to me to, to see fucking kids, like, fuck with the, the teacher. She's supposed to be the role model. She's supposed to be the one in charge, and you guys are fucking with her? Like, it's, I, never, I, I never dug it. Didn't dig it. Still don't dig it. Like, if you don't like your teacher, that's one thing, but there's a way you handle it, and fucking around being assholes isn't the way to fucking do it, but... All right, everybody, that is it. That is the podcast for today. Thank you guys for listening to it. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, if you guys like this, please consider subscribing to the Patreon. It's just five bucks a month. Please go like the Facebook page and the Twitter. It's just Elemental Podcast. Uh, we're going to be doing a live podcast. I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but yep, doing a live podcast. I'll be talking about it every episode up until we do it. Saturday, August 28th. We'll be doing it in the uh, the palatial estates of Mr. Mike Pellerito. He has offered space because we're going to do the live podcast and then do a showing of the movie Cocktail. We're going to talk about all the cocktail uh, merchandise that came to my house. And then we'll end up watching the movie as well. So consider coming out. It'll be free. It'll be free, everybody. And uh, Mike has said if you guys just, if you want to get ham boned, you can stay and camp out. Uh, you know, he's got plenty of space for tents and whatever, and they'll have a campfire going, and 
Mike's mentioned something about food as well, too. Bring your own beer, though. You know, fuck, we can't give everybody everything for free. So uh, put it in your calendar. I will get more information as it becomes available to me and by available to me when I make uh, make up my mind and talk with uh, Mike and Mr. Harper, Matt Harper, about it. So put it in your books. Speaking of Matt Harper, he is the podcast host of another episode podcast he and Mandy Elaine, they talk about movies that shape their childhood. So these are movies that are 20, 30 years old, maybe older. And every Wednesday, they drop new episodes. This Wednesday was the classic Patrick Swayze movie, uh, Roadhouse. Love that movie. But I'm going to tell you guys, too, the, the week before was the movie The Cube. I guest hosted with uh, Elena uh, Gonzalez. She was the guest. And apparently that movie is now in, like, the top five episodes ever for another episode podcast. I don't know why, everybody. That movie was hot garbage. And I'm sure the majority of people listening to this had never seen it. Will probably never see it. If you do want to see it, it's on Voodoo and Tubi and Amazon Prime for free. So go go watch it if you want. And then go listen to it. Because we want to try and get that podcast episode into the at least top three of all time. Of all fucking time. It's a badge of honor. Uh, when you're done listening to them... I want to, they're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well, too. When you're done listening to them, I want you to go check out The Sunday Slaw. That is a Facebook page where Adam House and his wife, Stephanie, they eat coleslaw. They do Facebook lives of themselves eating coleslaw. And then uh, they give you the A or the nay. So it's all pretty quick, five minutes or less normally. They talk about his job. He sells homes, too. If you guys are selling a house or wanting to buy a house, he's on the east side of Michigan. He'll help you out. I think he can even do shit anywhere in the state of Michigan, I guess. I mean, once you have your uh, realty license, right, you're, you're good for the state, I guess. So yeah, oh, go watch their page, The Sunday Slaw, and go talk to Adam. I, I think, uh, what, what is it, House, House, fuck, Adam, I'm blowing it. What is it, House something? House Stories? Dr. House? Uh, mouse in a House? I don't know, something like that. But there you go. Do those those Facebook pages if you could. Then we got Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. And as a small business woman, she's doing things with her life. She's using creative energy and she's making baked goods and crafts. So go like her page, Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Message her. See what she's got for sale. Buy something from her. Do it. Your life will be better. You will you will be a good soul. Do that. Then we got uh, the whole thing donut shop in Forney, Texas. Uh, racist, nothing but racist down there in Forney, suburb of Dallas. But uh, they make a mean gourmet donut. So go down to Forney, suburb of Dallas. Go check them out, buy a donut, write a good Yelp review, good Google review, good Facebook review. And uh, let me know. Let me know how it is. I probably will never get down there. It sucks. I'm saying it out loud right now, though. I probably will never get down there. <laughs> but go check them out on Facebook, at least. Go like their page. And then last but not least, uh, my boy, John B. Midgley. He has a page about his magic exploits. This guy is a good magician. He is a part of the uh, Society of American Magicians. That's right, Sam. He's the vice president. And uh, so that means he's got some skills. And uh, so this magic JBM, John Bitchin Midgley, it's all about his magic stuff. So so give it a watch if you could, okay? Do all of that. 
Uh, that is it, everybody. We are done. I should be back tomorrow for a Patreon. I know I won't on Saturday. Saturday is a busy day of work. And then I'm going to the Grapples in Kalkaska. If any of you want to go to the Grapples in Kalkaska, I will be there. My boy, uh, Hakeem Zane, is wrestling. I'm like, I got to see this fella. Love that dude. So uh, that's where I will be. So probably no Patreon on Saturday. I'm going to do my best to Patreon tomorrow. Uh, but that is it, everybody. I love you. Thank you very much for listening. And I will uh, talk to you when I talk to you. We'll see you. Bye.